a long time ago, in a galaxy far, far away. Star Wars, Episode 9, Jewel of the Fates. The iron grip of the First Order has spread to the farthest reaches of the galaxy. Only a few scattered planets remain unoccupied. Traitorous acts are punishable by death. Determined to suffocate a growing unrest, Supreme Leader Kylo Ren has silenced all communication between neighbouring systems. Led by General Leia Organa, the Resistance has planned a secret mission to prevent their annihilation and forge a path to freedom. We start with a rich tapestry of stars, as all Star Wars do, and then we drift back this time. There's not a ship going in, but we're drifting back into a glowing rectangular entrance of a docking bay. Now the first order transport comes into view and it touches down. It opens out to reveal a variety of droids. A graphite black BB-8 unit carefully splits off from the ship. It makes its way down corridors and bumps into a labour droid as it's moving past. It scrapes its spherical side, revealing orange underneath. <laughs> he rotates the orange to beneath his head and he keeps zooming off down the corridor. Classic. Now we cut to a small surveillance den where we see Rose. She's adventure-worn, battle-ready. She's got a comm link in her hand. BB-8, you in? I need eyes on the checkpoint. So she's looking up at this orbital ring with all these Star Destroyers, and it actually describes it in the script as, the orbital ring is huge. Star Destroyers protrude from it like the spikes of a punk bracelet. Now BB-8 plugs into the nearest terminal and he starts working his magic. The screen in front of Rose then lights up, showing all the security checkpoint information. Attaboy. Here they come. She looks through it and then she sees that an approaching dropship is just about to come through. The dropship touches down to the security checkpoint. There are stormtroopers all around it. They're sort of watching the uh, the ship, it opens up, and all these migrant workers start pouring out of it. All migrants must move towards the weapon detection unit. So they're walking there, and then we see one of their faces, and it's Finn. Checkpoint. Keep your head down. Um, they make their way to the scanner, and then Finn is shoved by a beast-like Devorian. Whoa! Hey! No trouble here! But he's instantly grabbed by the neck, and sort of lifted up into the air by the Devorian. Trouble! Trouble! A road man steps between the two. It's Poe. Easy, pal. Here, three-eyed pectofish. I couldn't finish it. Thanks. How we know if BB-8 hacked the mainframe? Step into the detector. He's got a weapon on him. We'll know. Okay, you two, into the weapon detection unit. What's going on? We lost power. Hold the line. Go on, get moving. They breathe a sigh of relief and they get hustled through. They reach a vast migrant settlement and they see a, a furry alien. This Kova. That's our guy. 
In the shadows in the background, we see a suspicious looking Tuscan face. We are now inside the migrant hunt with Biss and uh, his partner, Dal Corva. Then Rose emerges from behind the curtain. You said two days. I've been here two weeks. This place doesn't seem so bad. Good people, terrible food. I've got the map. This is our access point. This power shaft delivers raw ore to orbital ring, a detonation directly into the energy stream. Here will cause a chain reaction. And take the whole thing down, along with their new fleet. How do we know they haven't detected BB-8's signature? There's a lot we don't know. That's why I voted for the other plan. This is when we second-guess the plan? Right now? We can take out the enemy's fuel source and be light years away before they know what hit them. But we have to move now. Okay. Let's blow this thing and go home. Then in the background we see the Tuscan, the, Tus the old Tuscan Raider just following them sort of off in the side. BB-8, don't worry. I'm alive. Unlock the power shaft doors and get ready with that shuttle. When they're at the door, they make short work of three mech troopers. Now this is a trooper, it's like a stormtrooper, but it's like a robot. We'll have 20 seconds before detonation. Give or take. Give or take how long? Nice and easy. Just like pitching Palmetto Stick. We didn't have that. Oh, we're going now! BB-8, bombs are away. We'll meet you at the relay point. Your weapon! Set blasters on full. Distraction in three, two, one, now! Blast shields have contained the explosion, Admiral. All systems stable. Good. Their outdated tactics are pitiful. Look at them down there. Any second now. Then suddenly, a high-pitched wail cries out, and the hooded Tuscan Raider steps forward. Blades of blue light flash from both hands. It's a blue dual lightsaber. So now the Tuscan Raider starts spinning around their dual lightsaber, takes down everything in its path until there's there's nothing left. The Tuscan Raider's mask then falls to the ground. Ray, what are you doing here? A simple thank you would do. She throws her arms around him. Um, they sort of hug. Um, the hug is quickly sort of broken as more stormtroopers start coming out. She then throws her double-bladed lightsaber like a boomerang and it slices through all these approaching stormtroopers and then back to her. She's now dressed all in black. She It describes her in the, um, in the script. She's not the girl we saw last, a grown woman. Powerful. You shouldn't have come here. If it means you're safe, yeah. Now's not the time. Definitely not the time. All these micro children sort of start gathering around. They see her using the force and they all start chanting. Jedi! 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 Jedi. Ray, we gotta Jedi. go! I have to Jedi! Not here! Not now! BB-8, we're coming up to you! Plan's gone sideways! We're gonna need another ship. 
Poe looks up to the ring above. His eyes settle on the eclipse. A colossal star destroyer docked just above them. You're not serious. That is an Eclipse class dreadnought. You can't fly. I can fly anything. We're in. Clinch. Everything. You're sure about this? Nope. We had better odds at Rax's Prime. That was not my fault. You need to let Rax's Prime go! Cut to the observation deck. Admiral Vaughn watches the rebels race towards the Star Destroyer. Where are they going? They disappear into the giant docking bay of the Star Destroyer. They can't possibly. How many men are on that ship? Just the bridge crew, sir. The rest are on dock leave. Cut to Star Destroyer Bridge. <laughs> in charge here? Uh, I am. Great. I'm your new pilot. Where, uh, where does the pilot sit? You will set a course for the Neroan system. We will set a course. All the bridge crew take their positions at their consoles. Mind tricked on mass. Help start the engines. We can jump right to hyperspace if we overheat the laser cannon drive. Exhaust will spill over. Just into the propulsion systems, we can freeze the chamber. Don't you see? You and I, how we... Do you feel that? The time. Okay, I'm going to need very specific instructions. Shields up. Setting calculations for light speed. Let's go! Don't rush me. I messed this up and we'll fly right into the sun. I turned on the lights! One of the crew members snaps out of the mind trick. Who the hell are you? Let's get somewhere else. Thanks. Uh, I'm working on it. Who uses an inverted control yoke? Black empty part is where we should be pointed. I'm trying. Everything's backwards. Oh, I can fly anything. Okay, we're rolling now. Do we have the droid? BB-8, no! BB-8 ejects himself out of the droid socket of his craft. He floats 50 feet through the cold emptiness of space and lands inside the hangar with a clank. We got him. Good for light speed. So as the eclipse, it blurs and vanishes into hyperspace, another ship appears from hyperspace. So just as they leave, another one comes in. It's the Knife Nine, shaped like an arrowhead. This is the the Knights of Ren's ship. Um, Now, but this time, on the uh, orbital platform of the ship, because it lands, the actual, the Knights of Ren, they come out. There's four of them. Hataskar Ren, he's the leader with sort of a big black cape. We've got Ot Ren and Laurel Ren, yeah? And then we've got uh, Jadek Ren, who wears sort of a ghost mask on. So Admiral Von, uh, he comes out to sort of talk to them, but he's a bit scared because they're the Knights of Ren. Admiral Von. Uh, So we uploaded a a vial cipher to the droid. Uh, You'll have her location the the moment the probe is in range, sir. The knights turn and make their way back onto the Knife Nine and they leave. 
Um, so now we cut to Coruscant. So it's during the day. Um, we follow a security craft as it descends down deep into the streets. It's going sort of, there's the nice sort of upper levels and now it's going to the grimy sort of under levels. We then see uh, Dade. He's a 12-year-old street kid. He's sort of just sort of hanging around outside. He sees a couple of stormtroopers roughing up some aliens. So he picks up a, brick, a broken cement and he throws it at the stormtroopers' helmets. He then runs off down the alleyway, turns a few corners, and then we open up into Monument Square. It's a huge plaza with the First Order Capitol. So they've got this huge Capitol building in the middle that sort of looks out over this huge um, Monument Square. Thousands of people are gathered in this uh, sort of Monument Square and they're all sort of looking up. They're looking up at a giant four-story high hologram of now Chancellor Hux. Today another conspirator stands charged with treason. Though support for his cause has all but vanished, let this day remind us of the consequences of defying our supreme leader. As someone is dragged onto the raised dais, it's Biz Kova. On the dais is a guillotine. It has a hissing lightsaber blade instead of a normal one. Kylo Ren is not without pity, as the traitor before you is not without remorse. And so he offers to spare this man's life in exchange for the location of the Resistance Bay. Kofa Reviva Tora Familia. So be it. Sir, they're here. I assure you the stolen destroyer will be found. Our probe droids are scouring the galaxy as we speak. A dreadnought-class warship just slipped through your fingers, Hux. Your words don't inspire confidence. A lone signal won't be difficult to find. Our transmissions blockade has silenced millions of systems. You can silence planets, not people. There have been uprisings. We must not allow the seeds of revolution to take root. The First Order will punish those who defy your rule. Submit your youth for conditioning. They will teach their elders the rule of law. It's Skywalker they believe in, not the law. And his apprentice, this girl, this Jedi, she's become a symbol of hope. The people believe she will destroy you, Hux, and your master. Kylo Ren is no master. Certainly not mine. We must kill the last Jedi. The Knights of Ren have been dispatched to eliminate her. Our fate in the hands of zealots. You ask for our confidence, yet provide nothing to inspire it. Where is Kylo Ren? The Supreme Leader will return when he acquires the knowledge he seeks. When?
Leave me alone. This is where the dark path leads. An empty tomb. And where did your path lead? You're a ghost. I know what you're searching for, Ben. Your master promised you strength, but you feel hollow. Soon I will be more powerful than any Jedi. Even you. Are you sure? Kylo swings his lightsaber to an empty space. Luke is gone. Go home, Ben. Go home to Leia. At the altar beyond, the artifact becomes defined. A Sith holocron. He channels the Force. Three sides of the pyramid slide away, revealing the energy within. It projects a hologram of Emperor Palpatine, recorded decades ago. Holocron's blue lights swirl. They change red and emit a laser that scans Kylo's body. Here the son of Skywalker will acquire a great ability beyond what you can hope to command in your damaged state. With it, he will harness the untapped power of Mortis. At last, we will we will realize. The blast of red lightning shoots from the holocron right into Kylo's eyes. Cut to a pair of blue eyes snapping open. It's Leia. Ben. Her hair's now long and grey and she wears sort of white robes. The team has returned, General. Mission accomplished? Not exactly. She looks up into the sky and she sees the Eclipse Star Destroyer descending to Planet 4. Scan the ship. This thing could be crawling with enemy troops. But our team didn't consider that, did they? <laughs> Come on. Tell me you haven't always wanted one of these. Prepare for evacuation. We're leaving. What? Why? You stole a Star Destroyer. I disabled their homing beacon. We're free and clear. Would you bet your life on it? What's she doing? It's hard to tell. Maybe you can talk to her? 
She doesn't need a master right now. She needs a friend. You okay? I failed. Don't say that. They know our tactics. We've been fighting this war for too long. Those people, the children, I saw hope in their eyes. They believe in you. We all do. I can't be who they need me to be. I'm not strong enough. That's not true. Every night I wake up screaming. Every night another bad dream. Is it him? There's something between us. I... I can't explain it. You have to shut him out. He can't change. It's too late. It's never too late to change. You taught me that. Then we hear Chewbacca yelling in the background. What is it, buddy? He sort of is looking through a small porthole and he suggests to the other guys to come over. And it opens up and it reveals a mile-long arsenal of Imperial weaponry. This is enough firepower to take the capital. Poe, you need to see this. <laughs> see, when have I ever come back empty-handed? <laughs> this, this was the plan. Was it? We have ships, weapons, all we need is an army. How? Nobody can hear us. We're in the dark. We don't have to be. It's right here in the Jedi text that Master Skywalker had. The Jedi had a communication system before the Old Republic. It was powered by a nexus beneath the temple. A force beacon engineered to call the outlying systems to war. No way it still works. This Old Republic tech is better than the junk we have today. That frequency predates the Empire by a thousand years. The First Order's blockade couldn't disrupt the signal. It's worth a shot. Anything's worth a shot. Yeah, I hope so too. Ray? Ray? Hope is all we have left. Then we cut to Ray blindfolded. She's sort of doing her training. She's jumping, springing, ducking, all this. And then she hears Luke's voice encouraging her. Um, she gets hit in the head with a with a bit of wood, um, and he says, "Your pain is an illusion. It isn't actually." But then she suddenly stops. She senses a disturbance. We then cut to the first order capital landing pad. Yeah, a, a, a pair of the Organauts, you know those pig guys from Empire. So they're pulling a stretcher of Kylo Ren. He's in bad shape. His damaged veins sort of stick out from his neck. They've got like burnt purple sort of scarring on it. They take him to a med bay and we hear his screams in the background as Mandalorian iron is smelted onto his face. It sounds pretty cool. Um, then we cut back to Ray. She's holding her cheek like she could feel sort of his pain. They cut back to Kylo. Electricity flows through him. He's suddenly pulled into a vision. Two massive thrones built into the rock. A well of light. Himself and Rey facing off against each other. Lightsabers flying. He strikes her down. We cut back to Rey. She's having the same vision. She tears off her blindfold. What did you see? I saw a mountain. Two thrones in the rock. Kylo Ren was changed. You saw the future. Kylo saw it too. I could feel him like he was there with me. Where? Mortis. What do you know of Mortis? 
It's... it's an ancient place. From a time before the Jedi. Before the Sith. Two thrones. Two powerful beings. One of darkness, the other of light. Together they brought balance. But it's a myth. So was I, if you remember. Beneath the Temple of Mortis lies a power beyond anything the Jedi have ever known. If Kylo reaches the temple, all we fought for will be lost. You have to confront him. You want me to kill Leia's son? The Force guides us toward balance. It doesn't always show us what we want to see. <laughs> balance! Dark suffocates the light. Light extinguishes the dark over and over. How is that balance? I know that anger. I had it. My father had it too. So says my master, and his master before him. A thousand masters so eager to tell us how to live. I've spent my whole life wanting a family. Now I've got one. I won't abandon them. The Force is speaking to you, Ray. Maybe I'm not who it thinks I am. Who are you? I'm no one. If that's what you believe, the last Jedi is dead. Maybe he is. We've, we, we leave Ray, and now we're back with Kylo as they finish the medical procedure. Because remember, he's in pain and he's seen all these visions. Now, this is the classic image. Are they lowering a helmet again back onto his face? Very reminiscent of Vader. And they lock it in place. Um, we now see Hux in his chamber as he peers into a glass case. It's holding a lightsaber on a pedestal, right? This is Hux's own personal chamber. So he's obviously very... He's interested in the Force and any artifacts that are sort of connected to it. Um, he has a collection of items along his wall and he looks at them with envy. He then places a coin on the countertop and he puts his hand to his head and he tries to move it. He tries to use the Force, basically. He's staring at it and he's going red in the face, but it doesn't move. It's all been well in my absence. Supreme Leader, you've returned. I don't need grand displays and processions. Titles, Chancellor. My knights tell me the girl was within your grasp. Apparently your knights took it upon themselves to deal with my general's failure. And how should I address your failure? What happened to She's your... loved, isn't she? Belief is the solace of peasants. The people cling to folklore, but they fear the First Order. They fear me! Soon I will command the Force in ways unseen since the ancients. The power described in the Sith texts. You found it? It is within my reach. The ability to destroy a planet will be... insignificant. What are your orders? Find the Resistance. Wipe them out. And the girl? Leave the girl. As you know, the First Order has silenced communication between all neighboring systems. The source of the blockade is a transmission jammer deep in the First Order capital on Coruscant. That's here. So far, we've been unable to find a weakness. 
No thermal exhaust port, no oscillator, nothing. In other words, they're onto us. Our forces are too depleted to mount a direct assault. But we found an alternative, an analog system from the days of the Old Republic. A small team will activate the beacon and summon the galaxy to war. When they succeed, the rest of us will be ready. I'll lead the team, General. <laughs> I'll lead the team, General. But I'll let him think he's doing it. Ray? They're looking for me. It's dangerous enough as it is. I... I can't go with you. Prepare to evacuate. We'll reconvene at the rendezvous point. Coruscant! Finally a good idea from those scrambled circuits of yours. Coruscant will be quite pleasant this time of year. Yes, a properly refined city will be welcome after hobbling down here like a gun dog. Hey, what was that about? I have to bring an end to all this. I have to confront him. Uh-huh, so you're just gonna confront him. Who, who talks like that? Jedi do. I'm new to this. Okay, I'm going with you. No, I have to go alone. Wh where is this, this confrontation going to happen? Is that in your book too? Mortis, in the unknown regions. Mortis is a myth. It isn't, I saw it. Oh, you saw it? Huh. And how do you plan on finding it? I'll... I'll figure it out. Hey, look, I know you think I'm wasted air on any mission, Master Jedi. Uh, Please but, stop but calling me that. Is, I know someone who can find the system you're looking for. Give it to one of your flight academy friends, I swear. It's not one of those guys, okay? Because they're unreliable at uh, best. But those guys are great. And I'm being nice. She's a navigator, lives on Bonadon, Force-sensitive, like you. Well, uh, not, not exactly like you. Spice diggers used to pay her to find deposits on asteroids. Do you trust her? Uh, she's a little off, but if this place exists, she can find it. Hey, I get it. No attachments, Jedi Path. I've read that story too, but I'm just saying, you don't have to do this alone. Finn? Hey, it's okay. One of the stormtroopers on Kuwait. I knew him. We trained together when we were kids. He looked so scared. I remember that feeling. I don't think that feeling ever goes away. I can't let more of them end up like me. It has to stop. That's what we're fighting for. now cut back to Kylo Ren holding Darth Vader's helmet. I understand you now. Your weakness, your pain. You allowed love to cloud your judgment. I will succeed where you failed. He then takes the helmet out into his balcony and he drops it through the clouds and it, we follow it all the way down and it shatters on the ground. Goodbye, Ren. Sir, 
One of our probes picked up the droid signal. We found them. Shall I inform the Supreme Leader? Let Kylo and the girl fulfill the empty promises of their ancient religion. In the end, they'll destroy each other, as Jedi and Sith always have. Then we will rise. Ready my ship. I want to witness their extinction myself. Prepare the attack. Sending her out there alone. That's why. Will you trust me? This is a Corellian hyperdrive. R2, do we have a key code for this? This is every hyperdrive key in the old Imperial fleet. They still use these. R2, where'd you get this? I told you to erase the data from Bespin's central computer. Guess this is goodbye. Don't say that. You've come a long way since Jakku. So have you. They trust you. They should. Yeah, we should get out of here before I... Oh. I, uh... Take care of him. I will. Leia, you don't have to say it. I can save your son. I believed that once. Like you. There's good in him. There's good in all of us. But the boy I knew is gone. Ray, be careful. Master Luke trained me well. Some things you can't train for. Poe? I don't... What? Come on, this is... I know how complicated this is. I can't. There are rules. Jedi rules. <laughs> Written by who? Some old man a thousand years before you were born. My whole life I heard one word. Balance. I never really understood what it meant. Until the first time I saw you, I heard that word again, like it was whispered to me. Balance. You're not like my father or my brother. You're new. Whatever happens, remember, the Force chose you, Ray. Your story isn't written by anyone else. Bang! A huge explosion sort of happens. Um, Hux's personal ship, the finalizer starts blasting down on the surface of the resistance base, so it's up in orbit, sort of shooting them all down. Resurgent class star destroyer detected. We're taking fire. Decimate any ships leaving the planet. Charge the primary weapon. Emergency evac. All personnel and craft rendezvous Route all unarmored transports to the eclipse. It's our only way out. They're, they're describing this in the script as all these uh, like bees flying back into the hive. Um, and as they're flying, everyone's like, Falcon's there, um, uh, and it's called the Phantom Hall. That's uh, Rose's ship that her and Finn are in. So they're all, they're all sort of flying out there. C-3PO is in um, Rose's ship, and uh, in a little bit of a slight forced homage, he, uh, he says, I'm afraid our shields cannot withstand the super laser of this magnitude. Don't be the odds, C-3PO. I like them. 
Now, we cut back to the finalizer and its primary weapon is ready. They fire at the planet as both the Phantom Four and the Eclipse shoot off in hyperspace. So they're both out. The majority of people have all got out. I know. I know. Your seat. Can we talk about this later? Just as the finalizer super laser, it shoots into the earth and penetrates the crust and this huge sort of hellfire erupts around the planet. From this hellfire, we see the lone Millennium Falcon making its way. Now, it hasn't made the jump yet, but it's still sort of flying through. And what's cool about this sequence is because they've just blown up a huge part of the, the planet, huge chunks of scenery are now out in space. So they're flying through space, but there's giant bits of jungle, there's mountains flying, there's a frozen waterfall that's because it's gone to space, it's frozen, and that's sort of zooming past them. And then suddenly another ship starts firing on them. It's the Knife Nine. Look out! Let me fly! They're starting to shoot at them now, so now we're getting a bit of a dogfight. And this is this is sort of our first real proper cool sort of fun dogfight. And they're both sort of weaving in and out, firing each other. Poe manages to blast a piece of passing mountain. So as they go in there, because the mountain's rotating and it sort of goes above them. We can't make the jump with all this debris. And then it flies off and that then lands on the knife nine and sort of spins them out into the like into the asteroid field. They're spinning out there, then they clear the debris and they push off into the space. We then see the Knights of Ren in their ship and it sort of steadies Hadaska. Um, then he puts his hand on the glass cabinet and then uh, Jadek Ren puts his hand on the, uh, the cabinet as well and they sort of share a vision. And then um, Jadek then turns to the other guys and he says, Set a course for Bonadon. Now we're back with Kylo as he touches down in between these frozen trees. We're in the, uh, the, the Remacor Fortress. Um, Kylo walks inside the chamber of the fortress and he sees a glowing white light all the way down sort of the end and he sort of approaches it. Yet you fear the frailty of your vessel. 
You need this power. Kneel before me. You call yourself a Sith, but the Sith, the unrepentant, remorseless. You're haunted by the past, your very existence. I have no regrets. You lie. Unless you sever yourself from the past, your fate will be the same as theirs. Taut Vellum motions to the battlefield in the valley below. We see vacant Jedi Knight armor, empty Sith Marauder armor from a battle long forgot. The living force is nourishment. The more one consumes, the stronger one becomes. To take life is to cheat death. Teach me. The Falcon lands on Boadon. This time we've got uh, so we've got Poe and Ray, and they're looking for the navigator. And again, we're on a new planet. <laughs> so this planet is mountains rising out of mostly water, right? And it's got a permanent sunset. The Falcon is sitting on a giant sort of lily pad, docking back. Brilliant-like crater, but you're going to say it's a fratter cruiser in the registry. That's why I winked when I gave you the money. Understand what's happening here? Okay, which one of you is in charge because you're both the size of children where I come from? Chewie, will you straighten these guys out? You've been here before? With my grandfather. I used to sail, right out there. You never seen so many lights. What do you remember? My father and I would build starships out of wood. They could fit in your hand. Anything else? I remember love. That's why I waited for so long. But I must have imagined it. They were no one. No one is no one. No, stormtrooper. I'll take care of them. No, quick in here. No, uh, not hungry. Okay, here, just. He's coming this way. Quick, come here. Did it work? I mean, I think so. Oh, so that that wasn't... uh... No. We should... Right, right. Yeah. Easy on the details, okay? She doesn't have to know who or why, just just what. A Jedi, the last. Or this. We can do it this way. Come, sit. The Jedi and the man. Ray and Poe walk barefoot over the marbles fitted under the floorboards. You seek a place. A planet. Mortis is the place. Yes, I saw it in... The mouth on the Jedi stops and the mind makes the picture. The Force fills the Jedi and reveals the destination. 
the tiny marbles on the floor rise into the air, taking a three-dimensional shape of a galaxy all around them. The destination is very old, the first snow of the force. The first where the good was done, and the evil too. Which one? The destination lies within. Look, we're in a hurry. The man will not speak. The eyes close. Only the Jedi knows the path. Ray falls deep into meditation. Flash to Mortis, snow at its peak, autumn leaves in the valley below. There is the heat, drawn together by the force. The temple, two thrones carved into the rock, a well of light pulsing deep within the mountain itself. The dark side and A cloaked figure stands before Ray, his mask unmistakable. There is your Kylo Ren strikes Ray down as we snap back at him. Wait, what? A single flat black Wait. opal stone at the centre of the marble array falls from orbit into Naomi's palm. What, what, do you, what do you mean, sacrifice? She hands it to a rabbit-sized astromech, Jeb, seated at a small easel. He starts to paint a star map of the chosen location. The Jedi must go alone. No, hold on a second. Jeb tears the planetary map off its easel and hands it to Ray. Thank you. We're not leaving. What did she see? What did you see? The Jedi will make the journey. The journey will answer the question. What question? Can we all just take a deep breath and talk about this? Ray stops at the door. Is there another path? There is always another path. Because now we're back on Coruscant. Right? It's night time. We've got Rose in the Phantom Hawk, and they descend through the skyscrapers again. So we've been been here before. So many people living underground. Rich folks don't spend much time thinking about what they're standing on. That's it. Drop R2 and 3PO at street level. I'm afraid all my knowledge of the city is limited to the upper levels. Elitist? Where'd you even learn these words? They drop R2 and C-3PO down on street level, and then they make their way back to a darkened rooftop of a skyscraper. It's sort of a half-built size skyscraper. Finn unloads a grappling cannon, and he aims it at the top of the old Jedi temple, the spy, one of the spires. Um, it's about a quarter of a mile down, down the, uh, the skyline. He then fires, and it lands with a thud. <laughs> you don't have a fear of heights, do you? It's not the height I'm afraid of. It's hitting the ground. They then both hook in to the zip line and they leap off the roof a thousand feet above the city. They start making their way towards the Jedi Spire. Just as they get there, they shatter through a window. Luckily there was a window there, but they shatter through a window and they land in a large chamber. And there's a massive kyber crystal and it's mounted on this sort of holy sculpture in the middle of this grand entrance hall, which looks pretty cool. It's Old Republic tech, they say. Rose and Finn. They're sort of a bit higher up, um, and they find two pyramid-shaped sockets. Finn looks through his bag, um, and he gets out two 5,000-year-old kyber crystals, and he just throws one to Rose. No! 5,000-year-old kyber crystal. Very rare. You hand it to me. Um, then, then they both place the two uh, kyber crystals into the sockets, and this huge copper machine sort of rises out of the floor. Um, it gets about halfway up and then it sort of starts gyrating and then it loses power and shorts out. We return to Kylo Ren. We cut back to him. Um, and there's this three tusk 
Warrock ball sort of in front of him and it's sort of squealing. He's obviously got it in like a force choke and it's sort of flipping around on the ground there. And then Kylo sort of reaches his hand out, his open hand, and he starts pulling literally the living force out of this boar and he sucks it into his into his hand and then the boar is just sort of like a husk at the end. His face is actually a bit different now. As he sucked this energy from this boar, it's sort of healed him and it's energized him. So some of his scars have sort of gone away and he's sort of standing better. His eyes are a bit clearer. Um, he feels empowered. Kylo, he feels a presence and he looks towards an ice cave. What's down there? Vengeance. I can feel it. Kylo puts his mask back on and he makes his way inside the cave. And from the shadows, we hear an unmistakable breathing. So it's Darth Vader. He sort of emerges. Both their lightsabers ignite simultaneously. And then they come together and it's... Um, Vader eventually overpowers Kylo and strikes him down. Kylo screams and then he's alone. There's no one else in the room. He's enraged by this, that he's been sort of tricked and he's, he's lost to Vader and everything. He staggers out from the cave and he finds Torvelum. Where is Mortis? The well of the living force. The source of the galaxy's birth. I want to be stronger than those who came before me. Where is it? You are not worthy of its power. Not yet. Kylo reaches out his arm and force holds Tor Vellum. Where is Mortis? Release me. Is he it? Betrayer. I gave you knowledge. Mountain in winter. No. Fall. I gave you everything. I know. You've given me so much. Thank you. Instantly, Ray collapses. Right? Because she feels Kylo getting stronger. He's growing stronger. We don't have much time. But we are back with Finn and Rose. Now they're trying to get the ancient force-powered antenna working. Rose is actually underneath it tinkering and then eventually she gives it the old classic kick. Yeah, and the lights start generating and the machine turns back on. A column of light then shoots down the spire, right? So it comes all the way down, it hits the a kyber crystal, that giant kyber crystal, and then it shoots back up into the sky. R2-D2 is waiting now at sort of the, the, the base of it, and he projects a hologram directly into the data stream. The beam of light then shoots off into space and connects to a nearby planet, right? Now the beam of light hits a thousand-year-old receiver of the Old Republic on that planet. And then we see instantaneously as it hits the receiver, all the nearby droids start automatically playing 
the same recorded message that R2 put into the light stream, right? Um, it's everywhere. It even projects all the way to where uh, Poe and Ray are as well. So everyone's starting to get this message. All the droids are, are, are popping off. This is General Leia Organa of the Resistance. The time has come to forge a path to freedom. The forces of oppression have ruled our galaxy for too long. We must join together and fight. Send your fastest ships, all your warriors. Our voices will not be silenced. We can no longer live in the shadow of the First Order. We must step into the light. But the white beam is filled, is, it's felt everywhere, even so much that uh, Kylo Ren looks up in the sky and he sees it as well. Um, but then he's, remember, he's just been zooped up because he's just sucked some force life. So he closes his eyes and he concentrates super hard. All these rocks sort of start floating up around him and crumbling around him. Um, everything starts vibrating and he puts his hand up to the sky and the light moving across the sky halts. Right? We then cut back to the Jedi Temple and the ancient device explodes. Rose and Finn, they climb out of the rubble, they've been thrown around and they're surrounded by a trio of TIE Fighters. So there's all these TIE Fighters that are coming in now as well. Um, They're just about to fire, but Finn and Rose, they jump back onto their zip lines and they swing off into the night. Now we have a cool little sequence where the TIE Fighters are sort of following them as they're zip lining and they're shooting at them. Um, just as they're getting near, one of the TIE Fighters shoots one of their zip lines and it sort of cracks and spins and then they start falling from the skyscraper. Rose, her arm is like all bleeding and she falls off into the night. She just disappears into blackness. Finn sort of slides into the side of the unfinished skyscraper, smashing through the glass. Uh, and then he dives into the sort of um, stairwell at the back and the TIE Fighters are sort of flying around the building, shooting it, sort of making it collapse. leave Finn sort of in the stairwell, like climbing his way down. Ray looks up to the sky and she sees the light stop. Yeah? And then she suddenly doubles over in pain as she feels Finn on the uh, like on the other side of the galaxy. Um, then she sort of runs back. She's like, we've got to get back to the Falcon. We've got to get Finn's in trouble. We need to get to him. Poe then looks into the crowd and who does he see walking towards them through the night markets? Wow, it's the Knights of Ren. They're making their way towards them. Ray clutches her fist and force pushes everyone around them away, including Poe. So she just goes bang and everyone flies out of the way. She then jumps onto a razor sail, which is like this sort of skiff sort of thing. She jumps onto that um, and then she sort of sails off with the Knights of Ren. They're still getting up. As she sort of sails off, she sort of grabs Poe in the water, throws him onto the ship, um, and they start zooming off towards the Falcon where it is. Um, she then uses the force on the sails to speed it up even more. But they're going super fast towards the Falcon. Then she sort of looks back up over her shoulder and she sees the Knife Nine sort of starting to fire down onto her. They safely land just on next to the Falcon. She was yelling to hurry up. The Knife Nine then lands on an opposing sort of that lily pad sort of um, docking bay platform. Then the four knights of Ray, they exit and they stand ominously in front of Ray and 
fail. Ray sees them in front of her and she turns on her lightsaber and she leaps forward ready to attack them, right? So she's got her, her, her twin lightsaber, she's doing that. Chewie and Poe, they start running across to the Falcon and they grab their blasters and they start firing down on the rest of the Knights of Ray. And then we hear Poe scream as uh, Jadek, the fourth uh, Knights of Ren, his blaster fire has grazed Poe. And this enrages Ray, like her flirting partner has been injured. So she gets full enraged. She then kicks Laurel away and then slices through Ot, like cutting him in half, like full crazy mode. Right, then she turns around. Laurel, as she's getting back up, she force pulls her onto her lightsaber. So she just goes bang and she flies straight through the lightsaber and impales herself on it. So she's gone full badass mode, huh? And then uh, Hatsuka then screeches and lands next to her. Uh, Ray disconnects both of her lightsabers. So she's got two now. So it's got like a connector in the middle and they start firing, right? Meanwhile, Chewie, he lays down Bowcaster fire and moves towards uh, Jadek, who's, uh, who just shot Poe. And he's getting closer and closer to him. He gets so close to him, because Jadek's like deflecting all the shots. Chewie gets so close to him, he grabs him by the neck and then throws him into the air and then fires the bowcaster at him and like making him explode. Now um, Hatsuka swims with the rage of his own and sparks fly. Uh, he grazes Ray's arm and she drops her lightsaber. She's now unarmed on the ground. He raises the darksaber above his head, going in for the killing blow. But just in that moment, Ray, she suddenly has a flashback to her parents screaming. And she sees the figures of the Knights of Ren standing in the rain near her parents. It sort of just comes back to him. Um, a vengeful anger is inside Ray, and suddenly, purple force lightning flows from Ray's fingertips, covering the Knights of Ray's body, and he basically starts to pulsate with electricity and then fall down to the ground dead. I had no choice. Oh, it's okay. Jedi do that. Right? I've seen that mask before. All of them. Right, let's go. No. You can't go where I'm going. What are you talking about? This was the plan. The Resistance needs you. Finn and Rose need you. Ray, get on the ship. Please. You will leave this place and go back to help the Resistance. I'm not leaving you. I'm not. Don't do this. You will leave this place and go back to help the Resistance. I have to leave this place. I have to help the Resistance. <laughs>
stop. Such treachery cannot stand. We must respond swiftly. Our empire is strong. Show them. Your absence emboldens them. If you've acquired the power you seek, show it. Snoke was right about you, Pux. Without faith, you serve only yourself. Approaching the rendezvous point. I'll prepare an Imperial shuttle. You'll need a valid code clearance. Thank you. He is in pain. I feel it too. He'll soon be more powerful than her father. So will she. She feels too much. Love. Anger. But don't we all? This is why the Jedi live in isolation. The pain of loss only leads to the dark side. I've lost everything. And everyone. But I would still choose to love. Trust her instincts, Luke. She may not follow the path of the Jedi, but she's our only hope. spotted around here. Spread out. RK-514, you check down that alley. Look at me. Take off your helmet. What do you remember? How far back? Huh? Do you remember when you were taken? Remember your parents? Yeah, you do. You remember everything. Conditioning camp, blind fires. It was training. That's what they tell you. You're him. You're the traitor. That's right. We're brothers. All of us. Give me your calm link. Uh -uh. It's not what they said it would be, is it? The things we're ordered to do. It's not right. You had a name once. Do you remember it? Uh-uh. Get a name. That's the first step. Then what? Find something worth fighting for. Finn then jumps down an open sewer grate and disappears. Are you comfortable? 
Yeah, I have one of these at home. Change the stolen destroyer's signature code so we couldn't trace it. Give me the new codes. You know, they told me to pick something easy to remember. Like, life day, but... You think this is funny? Very well. Are you trying to use the force on me? Be quiet. Oh no. See? You're not special. I mean, at all. Shut up! <laughs> we have other ways to extract information. We see sort of Leia in disguise sort of come in and she looks around and everyone's sort of counting their tips at the end of the night and they're leaving um, their tips for the owner of the establishment. Hello, Leia. So Lando, he owns this little uh, little bar and so they have a nice little reunion uh, and then she basically pleads to him. She says, look, we've actually got this armada but we don't have pilots, we don't have anything and you know, you know every smuggler in the land, you know every pirate, like call to them, get them to come and help us. And he basically thinks about it and he says, like, no. We won a war once already. What good did that do? Leia, I'd do anything for you. But I'm sorry. And she is obviously upset and stuff and leaves because that was her sort of big play to try and get some people involved. We're now back with Rey in the Knife Nine and her ship drops out of light speed. She sees a single planet with no other stars in the sky. It's Mortis. The Knife Nine suddenly loses all power and starts to drift into Mortis's atmosphere. The ship crash lands into a riverbed and Rey pulls herself from the wreckage. There's no turning back now. She sees a temple at the summit of the mountain ahead. The trees turn orange and yellow. She journeys on. Now we cut, we sort of simultaneously, we cut back to Kylo as his ship, the Silencer, lands in a dead sort of tree clearing. And he also sees the same mountain and he makes his way towards it. It says he also journeys on. So now they're both at the same place. They're both coming to the mountain. Things are going to come to a head. Now we're back on Coruscant. R2 and C-3PO watch as shuttles touch down, releasing an army of brute troopers. So brute troopers are described as followed. They're thick, muscular mercenary enforcers, chrome-armoured and masked, reminiscent of Phasma. So they watch C-3PO and R2-D2, watch the brute troopers as they start, um, they're basically beating on civilians. They're using, they're shoving people down, they're using the butt of their um, their blaster rifles to knock people out. Even, even Canberra, even stormtroopers look to one another as if disturbed by the violence. Um, they're herding people off to these concentration camps. Um, the camera pans down into the sewers from them and we see Finn jet out of a chute and land in a... It's described as a 
gelatinous sewer cake of repulsiveness. So gross. And then a Grylock, a slug-like eyeless larvae with razor-sharp teeth sort of crawling its way towards him. It gets closer and closer. Finn struggles. Oh no, Finn's going to die. He's not going to die because a hand comes down from the roof and it's the kid. It's Dade. Yes, he pulls him up out of this little hatch. That was so many disgusting things all at once. Yeah, well, I've seen worse. Dade. Just one name? Uh, what's wrong with that, Finn? You know me? Yeah, we've been tracking you since you landed. We? What was that? Oh, you don't want to find out. Come on. Finn's new companion, Dade, flashes in his resistance ring. Hey, hey, trust me. Finn follows Dade down a tight tunnel, boots splashing in the shallow water. Yeah, the First Order perched ten mile radius around the capital after the galaxy went dark. Took most of the able bodies to the conditioning camps. Did anyone escape? Just us. Dade opens a rusty door to reveal hundreds of compartment-like dwelling units connected by catwalks to a central control tower. Living here are a thousand escaped civilians, aged from 12 to 60. How many people are down here? Uh, 10,000, maybe more. You have weapons? Oh, city's got weapons. That's what they're afraid of. A million of us rise up, the first door is finished. You're right. The revolution starts here, right now. <laughs> yeah, sure. All we need is ships, weapons, an army. We have one. Finn eyes the old prison command tower in the center. The door's kicked open, and Finn fires up the comm system. He looks at all the downtrodden faces. My name is Finn. I bring a message from the Resistance. The First Order rules by fear. They build ships to intimidate us, wear masks to frighten us, but they're the ones who are scared. This is not the time to hide underground. If we take the capital, the galaxy will join us. Together, we can strike back. Together, we can resist. So we're back on the cliff face. Ray, he, she scales the ice peak and she reaches sort of a plateau. Suddenly, the snow turns to sand and she's back on Jakku. She sees her, her, uh, her mother and father and hears the young Ray scream for them to come back. She sees the fear in her parents' eyes. Why were they afraid? The sand turns back to snow. Luke, tell me, why were they afraid? No response. She grows furious without her mentor sort of giving her information. She gets her lights out and she starts cutting apart the ancient statues around her. We then simultaneously go back to Kylo and he's hiking through the same snow and he sees a house ahead of him. The snow turns to a forest and he sees a young Ben Solo approaching the house in black robes and a hood. Han Solo opens the door and looks at his son with sadness and fear. What are you doing, Ben? That's not my name anymore. Your mother can't see you here. Not like that. I'm not coming back. There's a greater destiny for me. They're lies, son. Empty promises. You have everything you need right here. What? You? Her? 
My master says I have unequaled power neither of you understand. Your mother understands more than anyone. She sent me away. To learn. To grow. I have grown. Your mother loves you. She's afraid of me. Give me the lightsaber, son. You know I can't. Kylo now sees himself on the Starkiller base catwalk and he watches as he plunges his blade through and so um, the vision then fades and turns to black and he's alone again in the snow Back on Coruscant, there's R2 and C-3PO, and they watch as an ATMT. They walk past. Um, they're walking. This huge one's walking past the boulevard. Um, R2 and C-3PO look at look up at it. Uh, then they notice that it stops in front of a burning First Order tank. What's the holdup? A burning tank blocking the path, sir. Any life forms? None. Then we cut across to Finn and there's hundreds of resistant fighters hiding in the buildings on either side of it. They then fire a bunch of zip lines out across the walker, and then Finn yells out, now! They all sort of swing across on top of it. Um, they're now swinging all them back to the, um, the ATMT, like pirates basically boarding a ship. Then Finn cuts a hole in the hatch with a, with a, a vibrosaur, and then he sort of pulls out uh, sort of the lid, throws in this shock detonator and explodes. Um, he then jumps inside, pushes the pilots to his side and he takes the helm. So now they've got a walker on their side and the walker sort of loads up. Um, it opens up, attaches, all the resistance guys fly inside and now they've got their own sort of walker going off down the road. Chancellor, there's been an insurrection. Word has spread to other districts. Decimate them. Sir, the leader is a former FN unit. He was aided by a regiment of our own. Impossible. We're dispatching additional units to address the revolt. If there is a flaw in their programming, we must correct it. Deploy more brute troopers. Those mercenaries are undisciplined and expensive. <sighs> money is all that inspires loyalty anymore. Do it. They then drag Rose out of her chamber. She's being moved to maximum security because they assume that they're going to try and rescue her. On the way, she falls forward, dead weight. Uh, and just as they're trying to prop her up, she reaches into one of the uh, officer's belts, pulls out his electric taser and stuns both of them. So long, boys. Now we're back at the ATMT. Finn rounds a corner and sees C-3PO wandering amongst the cheering revolutionaries. Uh, Finn looks up and he sees a unit of stormtroopers. The leader takes off his helmet and it's RK-514. He hands Finn, he hands Finn his blaster and he says, it's Rafe, by the way. The entire unit takes their hel helmets off as well. It's freedom time.
The message is from a First Order transmitter. Finn is alive. He has an army ready to storm the capital. They need reinforcements. All we have is what's on this ship. You can't win a war with a hundred pilots. Plus one. Uh, uh, Sorry. Plus two. Okay, I get it. Where's Ray? She went on alone. It's her choice, not mine. What about the others? We lost contact with Rose. Finn is alive. He says he has an army on the ground. Then we put our pilots in the sky and back him up. What? This is what we've been waiting for. If we take the capital, we can destroy that jammer and call the galaxy to war. They'll kill millions. I've seen it. It's too reckless. Resistance is reckless. Passion is the greatest weapon we have. The rebels fought the Empire and won. You showed us it could be done. But that was your war. This one's ours. Let us fight it. She looks out across the Resistance fleet. They're young, they're ready, they're fired up. And she realizes that he's 100% right. Set a course for Coruscant. Ready all weapons and attack ships. This is a full assault. All pilots to your station. Green leader standing by. Green leader standing by. The first transport is away. The first transport is away. Sell me for drinking money. They were hiding me from you. So you remember. Snoke made his orders clear. Find anyone who could destroy him. It didn't take us long to find you. You killed my parents. You blame me for your life on Jakku? You should thank me for it. You were safe. Say it. Did you kill them? I did. Murdered Han Solo. 
I'm not here for you, Ray. Millions of people. All I want is behind that door. Then you'll have to kill me. Okay, so now we're back on the Eclipse as it appears out of light speed. Leia spins around in the command chair, once occupied by Admiral Ackman. All ships start reaching Planet 4, and all these transport troops start going out. But then Poe and uh, Chewie and BB-8, they start running to the Falcon. But then Poe stops and says, no, we don't have enough pilots. You guys need to get on another ship. We need more ships around. There's no use of us both being on here. So Chewie goes and yells and sort of looks around and runs off. Then uh, Poe's in the Falcon by himself. Um, so the Falcon rockets out of the bay and it's immediately swamped by Thai hunters. They're all sort of shooting at him. Um, they're sort of following him around. He's instantly under attack. Then suddenly, all of the Thai fighters explode as Chewie, piloting an X-Wing, he zips overhead. He does sort of a flip in the air, shoots down another bunch of Thai fighters. Poe raises an eyebrow. <laughs> That's one hell of a pilot. ship in orbit. One of ours, but with the unrecognized signature codes. It's the stolen eclipse. Summon all destroyers to the capital. We can end this uprising and eliminate the resistance in one triumphant day. On the ground, the ATMT that they've taken over, with thousands of reinforcements inside. They're sort of walking along. Um, below it, there's all these stormtroopers that have turned uh, on the First Order now. So they've got quite a big, good thing. So they're all making their way towards the capital, this big, huge um, first order structure, which is cool. So everyone's helmets are gone. They're all chanting, rise up, rise up. They turn the corner to the capital building and they are faced with thousands of riot-suppressing Mandalorian brute troopers, right? So they've got all these sort of chunked out Mandalorian armored brute troopers sitting there, as well as it says, advanced tanks and walkers we've never seen before. Um, then everyone just opens fire and it's mayhem. I could have been your teacher. I could have ended your pain. Ray slices Kylo's mask, searing the bottom half clean off. He removes it. They're eye to eye now. You're weakening. Kylo allows Ray's barrage to hammer him. Taking careful control, he counter-strikes. Last glimmer of a dying light! Kylo suddenly strikes a wicked blow across Ray's face. It instantly cauterizes a scar from her left cheek to her forehead. Ray's lightsaber drops to the stone floor. She falls to her knees, screaming and clutching at her eyes. When she opens them, the world is an abstract blur of light. She's blinded. Kylo Ren stands over her, with his lightsaber pointed at her heart. Ray looks up at him, crying blood from her now useless eyes. Ray falls backwards down the stone steps. Goodbye. Scavenger. How is this not over? It's the stolen dreadnought, sir. Our fleet isn't equipped to engage a ship of that magnitude. I mean all of it. 
Rose sneaks through the Capitol corridors, because she's in there as well, remember? She ducks into a recess in his first order offices. Ready the hyperdrive. In the unlikely event our defences are breached, we'll make the jump to light speed. Prepare for surface disengagement. Ready engines for hyperspace. Rose realises that the Capitol building is actually a ship in itself, and so they can just get out of there if they need to. So she follows the officers into a vast sort of uh, abyss sort of like area. It's the, the central sort of hub of the building. And she looks out and she sees that inside the sort of spine of the building is the transmission jammer that they've been using to jam everyone's transmissions. So Rose, she creeps into the control room and she sort of slips behind a console. She opens a panel up and she starts sort of crawling inside. Change our plan of attack. Don't let them line up on us. General, our agent on the inside is contacting you. We have an agent on the inside. Capital is a ship. Rose, slow down. They're going to leave the planet. I can disable the hyperdrive, but I need the key codes in R2's memory drive. R2 is with Finn. Patrick Rose. Finn is alive. Rose, you're alive. Stay where you are. We're coming for you. Great. Listen carefully. I need R2 to transfer me the hyperdrive keys before this thing takes off. Hyperdrive? Where are you? There's a Skunklink terminal at the base of the capital. I'll have a direct connection to him from there. Got it? He sort of looks around. He sees R2 and C-3PO. They're behind a flipped tank. And he runs over and grabs them. He grabs R2. Just as he's about to tell him what to do, R2 takes his head. He just drops, like with a scorched black hole in his head. R2, D2! Say something! Finn, with his eyes on the mission, he opens up the panel on R2 and he pulls straight up, pulls out R2's memory drive. Straight up. Then he calls over BB-8, he takes the memory drive, he puts it into BB-8 and he tells him, you know what to do. Chewie and Finn then lay down sort of suppressive fire as BB-8 does his own mini trench run sort of through amongst everything. So you can imagine that a pretty cool scene of him sort of zooming through there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Finn gives the order to fall back, but C-3PO, he, he won't leave R2. He can't leave him. They've gone through too much together. Chewie then picks up the corpse of R2, and they all run off. Chewie takes a hit in the shoulder, then he takes a hit in the leg, then Chewie falls to the ground. More and more Star Destroyers start to appear from space. The ground troops are getting overwhelmed. Leia, we cut to her. Luke, I'm sorry. Kylo makes his way into the centre of the temple. He sees a deep void sealed up. He reaches out with the force. He removes the stone slab. It slides off. He looks down into the well, eager for his reward. The heart of Mortis. But there's nothing there. No, no, no! You've lost, Ben. You're dead. The Jedi are ghosts. The dark side has failed you, like it failed my father. Your father was weak! His love for his family saved him. I wish it could save you. I did what I had to do. You chose hate. I chose power! Kylo swings his lightsaber, but Luke's Force Ghost, amazingly, catches it in his gloved hand. I'll be stronger than any Skywalker has ever been! You are no Skywalker. Cut to the Temple Mount, Rey lies blind and bleeding in the rain. Her hand moves 
Her eyes flutter open. Luke. Back inside the temple. Let go, Kylo. You can't defeat us. Us? I am not alone. Obi-Wan was right. Outside, Rey drags her shattered body up the temple steps. Her arms give out. She collapses. The pain is just too much. We are connected. All living things. The Force surrounds us. It penetrates us. It binds the galaxy together. We are one. With all her strength, the last Jedi rises. She unwraps the strips of cloth on her hand. She then uses it to bandage up her eyes. Bound by the Force. And we will not be broken. Luke then vanishes. Beyond him, Ray stands tall in the arched doorway. Our masters were wrong. I will not deny my anger. And I will not reject my love. Her fallen lightsaber flies back into her hand. I am the darkness. And I am the light. You are nothing. You are no one. No one is no one. We're back up in orbit. There's burning resistant ships sort of falling out of the sky. Leia prepares to retreat as more ships come out of hyperspace. But wait. Those aren't First Order ships. Thousands of ships appear from hyperspace. A fleet of smugglers, thieves and pirates. And in their lead is... The Lady Luck, piloted by Lando himself. Roger could use a few scoundrels. BB-8, we're back at him, he's going through. He reaches the capital um, tower and he logs into the terminal. Rose gets the signal. The Falcon then grinds to a stop at the base of the capital with all this rubble sort of around it. Hux looks out the window. They're now outnumbered and all the First Order troops are in full retreat. And then he actually says, this is in the script, right? Hux then realises the tragic truth. He has lost the Star Wars. Hux then goes into his private chamber. He goes over to his collector's case and he moves his prized vintage lightsaber. He then holds it up to his chest and then looking down, knowing that he's lost the Star Wars, he then turns it on... Now we're back with Kylo. Kylo and Rey, they basically can counter every single move they do. So they're just hitting each other. Um, Everyone's blocking everything. The vicious swings are sort of getting more and more intense. And then Kylo's lightsaber shatters suddenly as the hilt is hit uh, by Rey. And then it sort of of just collects all his fingers on one hand. So it chops all his fingers off. He falls back to one knee. Rey's eyes are burning. So she's gone full... Super Saiyan. Like, she's full raging. Um, She separates her dual lightsabers and then she points one at Kylo's chest. She's the living embodiment of the Force in that moment, both sort of light and dark. Kylo is jealous of her power and he clenches his teeth, eyes furious. He then reaches out and starts to extract the living life force, just as uh, Torvelin's taught him, out of Rey with his other hand. They were all wrong! All of them! The power of this place can't be taken. 
nothing. Ray, and he takes her hand, and he starts giving his life force back to her. Kylo is reduced to an empty shell. Ray then also collapses onto Kylo. Both have fought to the death. Solana, your name. Ben and Ray sort of look at each other uh, and then Ben dies. But then Ray also slumps over onto Ben. Back on the capital steps, Finn, Poe, Chewie, they all climb to the top of a barricade made on top of all the rubble of everything. Ships are sort of flying everywhere. Finn reaches down, he picks up a resistance flag. This is very Les Mis, by the way. They're on the blankets, I know, and they and he starts waving it at the top. Ground <laughs> shakes, and they all look up. Everybody back. The capital then rises into the sky. Rose races through corridors and quickly finds the escape pods. She jumps into one and shoots off into the ground just as it takes off. The group run over to her, um, and they sort of pull her out of the escape pod. Rose! Are you okay? I'm fine. Did you disable the hyperdrive? I couldn't figure it out. So I made some adjustments to the navicomputer. Without precise calculations, that thing could... And then as the capital ship jumps into hyperspace, it then instantly reappears inside a distant planet, where the entire planet and the ship explodes and everything blows up. Fly right into a star. Radios then all come back into life because remember that was where the radio blocking transmitter was and a cacophony of voices fill the frequency all calling for everyone to rise up and fight back. Finn, Poe, Rose, Chewie and the droids all look up and they, but they don't celebrate because they feel a presence. Finn looks at Poe and they realise Ray's gone. They can't feel her presence anymore. Ray then opens her eyes. She's covered in light, engulfed in it. And there are three distant glimmers growing larger. And we realise that it's Yoda, Luke and Obi-Wan. Is this death? In this place, there is no such thing as death. I can see. Your true self is free of suffering, free of pain. Tell as much you have. I, I've taught you. Hmm. Succeeded where we have failed. Darrow was our point of view. You chose to embrace the dark side and the light, to find balance within. Coexist, they must, as such feelings do in all of us. But if I'm here with, with you... A choice you must make, to return or to remain. Here, there is serenity, knowledge, peace, 
those lost but not forgotten. And there? There you will face a galaxy in turmoil, pain, suffering, the loss of those you love. But living you will be. Hmm. Love you shall. Thank you. You are a Jedi, Rey Solana, but you will not be the last. We cut to a ceremonial hall where we see heroes, all of them, all standing at attention. Leia, in her white clothes again, is standing next to Lando. And then in front of them are Finn, Rose, Poe, Chewie, and they're all receiving their medals of honor. Yes, even oh. Chewie, even Chewie. So after 60 years, Chewie gets his medal, and they note that in the script. <laughs> But, but there's a calm I've never felt. Balance. That's her. Come on, we have work to do. I'll never stop looking for her. Let me know what you find. Finn hands uh, Poe back his old leather jacket. For good luck. They get on the Millennium Falcon and they leave. Leia watches the Falcon and the Phantom Hawk with uh, with Finn and Rose on it. That also sort of leaves. How's he coming along? A quick cycle through his memory banks and he'll be his old self again. I hope. He'll be fine, 3PO. I can't imagine what I'd do without him. I know he's stubborn, but I... I... Leia picks up R2's memory drive and inserts it into R2-D2. Mirrors when she first met him and she put it in. He then proceeds to project the context of his memories over the last 60 years from his very specific view, which is from a certain point of view. (laughs) We see Luke buying C-3PO from the Jowers. Obi-Wan giving Luke his uh, grandfather's lightsaber, R2 flying through the Death Star Trench, Han getting his medal on Yavin, Yoda lifting the X-Wing from the swamp, Luke saluting from the uh, plank on Jabba's sail barge, Leia and Han outside the bunker on Endor. To uh, Finn and Rose, they've now settled, um, and they've got like a, a little academy for force-sensitive kids. And there's all these kids that are running around. They're sitting around, and Finn is actually telling the story of Ray. And the light could be seen all over the galaxy, in every system. Ray gave us all hope. But how do you know she's really gone? I don't think she's gone. I believe 
I believe someday she'll be back. And when she does, we'll be here waiting. All of us. Chewie, turn the ship around. I know, just turn around. And then Finn looks up and he notices a glimmer of light in the distance. He steps forward to get a closer look. Rose joins him. Shielding her eyes from the sun, Rose sort of looks out. The figure is blurred on the horizon, but it's a familiar silhouette. Dirty, ragged, been walking for a long time. BB-8 rolls forward, beeps excitingly. The kids hear the droid. They look off into the field. It's Ray Solana. Her eyes are restored, only a faint scar across her forehead. The kids run towards her, joined by BB-8. Ray walks on towards the homestead. Here she would train a new generation of Jedi and pass down what she's learnt, that only an understanding of the balance within can lead to peace and justice in the galaxy. This has been a presentation of Star Wars Episode Nine: Duel of the Fates. Written by Derek Connolly and Colin Trevorrow. Adapted by Cancelled Movie Report. Starring Cameron Logsdon as Kylo Ren, Samuel as Ray Solana, Trent Trachtenberg as Poe Dameron, Emperor Palpatine and Yoda, Arian Moore as Finn, Delani Balanay as Rose Tico, Gabby Smedra as General Leia, William Stubbs as Chancellor Hux, Braden Wharton as Luke Skywalker. Claire Wittick as Nomi, Michael Campbell as Tor Vallum, Chris Lum as Han Solo, Obi-Wan Kenobi, and Lando Calrissian, Mr. UK voiceover as C-3PO, Michael Hahn as Underworld Warlord, Bill Sunderland as Commander Selleck, and Jay Zeta as RK-514. This production was funded by the Patreon supporters of Cancelled Movie Report and directed by Michael Campbell. If you enjoyed the production, please consider subscribing. Thank you for your support.